my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always. And be sure to check out the website today. I'm going to be putting up the Ultimate Multiple Powder Formula. Just got a brand new fresh batch in for you all. And I'm going to put it on the website and throw it on sale today for the next couple of days to get everybody an opportunity to stock up on some of that and continue to keep your body strong and healthy as we continually see some very strange things occurring right now. So be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com. I'll have the Ultimate Multiple Powder up there on sale and the N-acetylcysteine on sale for the last day today is product of the week. It'll be changing tomorrow, so be sure to get an update on that and grab some of that when you're on the website. Now, first couple things I wanted to get into today. You know, there's a lot of weird things that are starting to occur right now, and they've been happening for the last couple weeks. I mean, all the way from this consistent, I don't know what is going on with this theater. They're now saying that the U.S. air defense has shot down, I think, four objects now over North America. Something is really strange happening, whether or not there's something going on with Russia, something going on with UFOs, whatever it may be. I'm not privy to that, so I'm not going to sit here and continually speculate over something that I do not have true confirmation on that I can vet. One thing I do know, though, is that there's also a lot of other things that are being done to try to cover up what's really going on, not only with our infrastructure, but also some other serious health issues that are happening with this uh, train derailment that happened in Ohio last week. We talked about it, and it's becoming much worse as we're finding out a lot. A lot of stuff has been intentionally, uh, how should I say, it seems like it's being covered up with a lot of stuff that happened over there in Ohio. The extent of the chemical disaster is not fully understood as far as how bad it has gotten now, uh, except now we're realizing that there's the massive, massive toxins that are everywhere. And I found something out today. I had read it over the weekend. Didn't put much credence to it because I couldn't vet it, and I have been able to vet it now. They controlled release of the vinyl chloride from five of the rail cars um, in their infinite wisdom because of how volatile it is. They decided to do a controlled detonation of this in Ohio. If you guys saw this, it's that big, black, gigantic plume that went up in the air, and then it settled, and they're talking about livestock, chickens, dogs, cats. There are a lot of reports now that animals are dead all over the city after this stuff was released. Well, I was trying to figure out all of what was really dumped in this spill from this railway, allegedly snapping an axle and breaking off and wrecking. Ironically enough, you just saw yesterday we had another railway derailed in Texas from hitting a semi-truck. Then, of course, there's been another CSX railway in South Carolina now, which is very strange as well. So I'm not sure if this is, again, intentionally being done with stuff, you know, whether it's being sabotaged like we saw with Nord Stream or if this is just an indication of our crumbling infrastructure. I can't prove or vet any of that yet as far as the true cause of it. But I know in Ohio they stated that a broken axle causes massive train derailment. You would think when they're carrying something as hazardous as this that maintenance and continual updates on those rail systems would be very much up to date considering how hazardous this is. One thing that I want to give everybody a heads up on, because this is something that I just got some more research on, I finally have confirmed it. The vinyl chloride that they detonated, when vinyl chloride is burned, 
it sends what's known as hydrogen chloride and phosgene into the air. They both separate and they both are released. Now, most people don't know, unless you've done any history, what phosgene actually is. And it is and was one of the most effective chemicals used in World War One. It was with chlorine gas was one, phosgene was two, and mustard gas was three. However, with phosgene, they actually said that it was responsible for 85% of the chemical weapon fatalities during World War I because most people did not know how poisoned they were. After a day or two, victims' lungs fill with fluid. They slowly suffocate in an agonizing death. Germans were the first to use phosgene on the battlefield. However, it became the primary chemical weapon of the Allies. This is phosgene. This just got released into a massive plume last week when they detonated this vinyl chloride over the city. And what's interesting, you can look up phosgene on Wikipedia, and the problem with it is it's a colorless gas that's toxic, but it smells like like musty, like moldy hay. So it, you don't really know it's extremely toxic, and you're usually getting exposed to it. It's thought of as formaldehyde with the hydrogen atoms replaced with chlorine atoms. It is classified as a Schedule Three substance under the Chemical Weapons Convention and is fully banned in any and all warfare. That just got released on Ohio and that city when they decided to detonate this stuff with five rail cars of it. Yet nothing's really being discussed on this whatsoever. And this is something that, in my opinion, if I was in that city and in that area, I would be leaving for the time being. That's just my personal opinion with how toxic this stuff is. And um, Ohio's already had horrific issues up there with the opioid crisis. They've had a lot of issues with infrastructure crumbling. But yet, hey, you know, Ukraine needs more money. They, you know, we're, they only got $105 billion so far just from us alone. You know, they, they need more money over there. So everybody just needs to do their part. Everybody needs to make sure the infrastructure becomes weaker here in the United States so we can keep making sure Zelensky has you know, bigger heels to dance in while he drives around in his exotic cars and buys mansions across the world, allegedly. So this is something I wanted to touch base on because of how dangerous this is and what's going on in Ohio, and it's getting very little coverage. I didn't think much of it when I first heard of it. I, when I saw it, I was like, okay, I did some research. But they really, really downplayed a lot what was going on. And, of course, while all this was happening, you had everybody staring up at the sky at a giant weather balloon that was allegedly crossing over uh, from a Chinese spy satellite or whatever they wanted to claim it was. And so this has gotten pretty much zero coverage now in the mainstream media. And yet at the same time, we've seen numerous issues with the airline systems now with what's going on, I guess, this woke agenda and everybody wants to be inclusive in the Department of Transportation. You guys remember what happened in uh, what was it up in Austin, uh, Texas, not too long ago where they had this near miss with a FedEx and a commercial flight. Well, then apparently at JFK just recently, the New York, they just had another one that essentially um, – uh, excuse me, the JFK one, the near miss, that was uh, last month. Then there was another one with FedEx in Texas last week. And at the same time, we had this weird, very strange incident occur out of United Airlines coming out of Hawaii the other day. If you guys saw that, very, very strange. Flight 1722 took off out of the Hawaii airport and uh, dropped an altitude from 2,200 feet to 700 feet. In a mere seconds, they said they descended at a rate of 8,600 feet per minute. It was almost a near vertical drop before they recovered the plane. 
uh, 700 feet above the ocean. Now, I, I imagine that was a pretty terrifying wild ride for about 10 seconds going in a straight free fall, you know, directly down. Um, what happened with that? They were saying this could have been some type of electrical surge or a storm. I don't know. I know it's been very strange because of all these weird things happening over there in the western area with these alleged UFOs or whatever's flying around, they keep saying, and everything that they keep trying to bring up is obfuscation. Very strange to see this, but this is another reason why it is so important that in infrastructure maintenance, whether trains, planes, automobiles, you have the highest skill set individuals operating these vehicles and maintaining these vehicles. This entire moronic woke agenda that's trying to make everything inclusive and hiring people because, you know, we have to have X amount of trannies on our maintenance crew now to make sure everybody feels inclusive. How about we have the highest quality maintenance crew that we can have on infrastructure that's carrying 20 rail cars of chemical gas and chemical essentially weapons if they're detonated uh, yeah, maybe that'd be a better idea of what we can do. I don't know. <laughs> That's just my opinion, Dad. What do you think? Well, this crazy railroad thing and the, and the rail and the release of this chlorine gas, this is this could be, like you said, easily classified as a bioweapon. I remember when I was at Florida State University in organic chemistry, I remember when we were in laboratory, I remember if you were operating with anything that you're putting together, certain chemicals that created chlorine gas – it's so poisonous and so toxic. I mean, it was used in World War One as basically as a bioweapon. It was released as a chemical weapon, uh, not bio, but a chemical weapon in World War One. They have chlorine gas clouds, which is, you know, asphyxiate people because one good inhalation, you have so much lung damage, you, you basically get hospitalized if you don't die. I mean, it's, it's unbelievably dangerous. And then to go back to what's going on with all of these UFOs everywhere, I mean, it's basically something that I've talked about to you guys for years and years and years. This stuff has been around for a long, long, long time. And now people are starting to realize that, you know, this stuff's been operating, and they're actually admitting to it. We're having disclosure right now, by the way, in case you really are wondering what's going on. I mean, right now, the Daily Mail says it's been happening for years. Marco Rubio says UFOs have routinely operated over restricted U.S. airspace, but America has no idea what they are or where they come from. As Pentagon refuses to rule out the three objects shot down over the weekend were aliens. Uh, U.S. Senator Marco Rodeo has claimed UFOs have been operating for years and years, for decades. U.S. fighters just shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on, on Sunday, uh, orders from President Biden. It was the third such downing in three days and fourth and eight, including the Chinese spy balloon shot down on February the 4th. Representative Rubio, Republican Rubio, retweeted, the last 72 hours reveals to the public what was happening for years, unidentified spacecraft routinely operating over restricted U.S. airspace. And he goes, this is why I pushed to take this seriously and created a permanent UAB, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenal Equivalent to UFOs, task force two years ago. Rubio is the vice chairman of the U.S. Senate Select Committees on Intelligence and has long pushed for destigmatization of USO, UFO reporting. So I've told you this. I told I think we said about talked about it yesterday. These things are real. They've been real. I mean, I've seen them. I mean, it was from a distance and these lights moving around all kinds of weird, you know, distances and all kinds of weird speeds and up and down. I told you just a few months ago, I was up in North Carolina. I'm sitting on the front porch and I, I look out of the distance and I see a light. It looked like it was about 4,000 feet in the air and it drops straight down, straight down. I mean, I mean, 180 degrees straight down and then all of a sudden 180 degrees straight up again. Now, what the heck was that? I mean, so all this stuff happens if you're out there looking at a nice guy. A lot of it's obscured now because of all the light pollution that we have, but it's not something to get upset about. It's been happening for thousands and thousands of years. 
when I do the show on the Angel Wars and the pre-Adamic race, I'll go into detail on all the stuff and who these things are, what they are. But the reality is, you know, I asked Chuck Missler one time when we were having lunch with him. I mean, he's one of the top renowned scientists in the world. He's passed away now. He's with the Lord. But there, he told me, he said, I asked him, I said, what about these UFOs? And he says, well, why do you think you can tell, you know, fallen angels or these other entities what they're supposed to travel in? And that's what we have. The Bible's very clear about this stuff, that our battle is not against flesh and blood because we got this stuff coming in from other dimensions that defies the law of physics and our universe and our world that we live in. That's why I tell you guys repeatedly, almost everything they've told you about the physics, almost everything they've told you about how the world works is really either obfuscation or it's complete lies. There are very few things that we learn in science that basically are accurate because what they have to do, the only way they can make the lies work is they have to give you what's called constants in math. In other words, this is always a constant. Don't ask where the constant came from. Whoa, you can't ask that question, but this is the constant because if you don't have the constant, this stuff doesn't work and it doesn't gel up. So this is the crazy world we live into, and, and it goes back to it goes back to Sir Isaac Newton being a Kabbalist. It goes back into all of the stuff with the Masonic lodges and the secret societies and all the secret knowledge they have. All of this stuff is basically here for a reason to confuse you and to make you think that the Earth is not a really special place that God created for human beings who are created His image to dwell. If they make us a planet spinning through the galaxy of you know a thousand miles an hour and and basically going through the cosmos being dragged by our sun, which, by the way, I don't believe any of that stuff, then all of a sudden you start to realize that you know we're just another speck on a speck on a speck. That's all they want you to believe. They don't want you to believe that the Most High God made you, made you in his image, that he gave you DNA that's so powerful and so incredible that you can change the fabric of space-time by the what you pray and what you think and what you say. That's the reality of what we are, but we've been detuned, so to speak, because of the fallen angel DNA they put into us, because of the lies they've told us, because they've demasculated the men, they've defeminized the women. They're trying to turn us into a unisex race. They're trying to do everything they can to destroy the image of God that we were created in and to create the image of their God, which they call Einsof, who's a snake, who's a hermaphrodite. This is what's going on right now. Everything's as evil as they could possibly make it, and that's what Jesus warned us about. As it was in the days of Noah, when every thought was evil all the time, it goes on to say in Genesis 6, they want to return back to that because that's to worship their God and destroy the image of the Most High God who created the heavens and the earth. is the only entity, the only being, because he is God Almighty, who created the heavens and the earth that can create life because he's God. These other entities can't do that. All they can do is distort life and change life and mess with DNA. But they can't take a spark between an egg and a sperm and create that on their own. They can't make a leaf that's alive. They can't make an acorn. They can make it look like an acorn, but it won't germinate. They can't do anything. All they can do is come rob, kill, steal, and destroy. But God has brought us life and brought it abundantly through Christ Jesus. And that's what we have to understand. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. But the reality is we have to figure out for ourselves who we are in Christ, and we can do that by reading the Word of God. Start in the book of John. Then, you know, start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then talk, and then read Acts of the Apostles and go through the Bible and understand what happened. You can even read Genesis if you'd like and go back to the beginning when basically God created the heavens and the earth and understand that every single thing pretty much in science has been obfuscated, and they don't want us to know the truth. Isn't it a wonder, guys, that with Apollo, pretty much all of the Masons of the Apollo – all the astronauts of the Apollo program were Masons? That's because they keep secrets. They're, they're a secret society. They're taught to keep secrets so their tongue gets cut out and they get strung up and get killed according to their own oaths or whatever the heck they say. 
All of this stuff is being done around us so we don't understand who and what we are in this great cosmos. Why is there a procession of the equinox around this planet? Hmm? I want you guys to look that one up. Procession of the equinox around planet Earth. Why has that not changed in thousands and thousands of years if we're flying through the galaxy? And, you know, you know, faster than the speed of light. All of these things they do is to distort what God has done, what God has made. And I could do a whole show on just this today, but I'm not going to because we need to understand that we're going to have disclosure now. We just did. We have this. We've had disclosure now. Mark Rubio has given us disclosure a couple of years ago. We're having a hardcore disclosure right now that we have other things out there. Now, there's several books you need to read. This is a, this, these are important. OK, now, they're not Christian books, but you need to understand what's going on. The first one is The Money Mafia by the former Secretary of Defense, hell you're right, out of Canada. Read that book, The Money Mafia. I read that book, and it goes into detail on who's running the planet, period. It's a great book. But then it gets a chapter in the book that goes starts talking about aliens and spaceships and UFO. Remember, this is the former Defense Secretary, cabinet-level position of Canada. This is some yahoo who's running his mouth. This guy's way, way, way up you know, in the, in the food chain. And he says basically that he read the book The Day After Roswell by Colonel Corso after 50 years because Colonel Corso was basically sworn to secrecy for 50 years after what he'd seen in 1947 with Roswell. So he wrote the book The Day After Roswell. And he said – Hellurize said that every single word in that book was true based upon what his other generals had told him and the top generals in the United States had told him. It was a bestseller. This is you – know, gosh, this is over 20 years ago. Everybody needs to read that book. This alien influence, fallen angel, demonic influence that we've had in our galaxy, in our universe, in our planet, on our planet for thousands and thousands of years is real. The Bible told us about that back in Genesis chapter 6. But we have been told over and over again that we're basically a speck on a speck on a speck flying through the cosmos. None of it's real what the Bible says, and we just need to ignore all of that stuff and pretend like it's not happening. It is happening. These entities in these other dimensions – are doing all this crazy stuff. That's why they're trying to open up that veil at CERN. They're trying to open up a pathway to allow these things to freely come and go as they wish. It's, I, I did a whole show on that about the veil at CERN when I read and talked about the space fence, a book by – I believe her name was Elaine. I can't remember her last name. And she went into, I went into detail on what she said in the book about the veil and piercing the veil and opening the veil. All of this stuff is happening as we speak. But, guys, there's no reason to get upset. I spoke to Rob last night. Actually, I texted him. And he was telling me how, you know, Rob Pugh, good man, good, good friend, came to, Sharon's, came to Sharon's celebration of life. And, and, and what's interesting about this, he was telling me how he'd had another one of his listeners who had contacted another alt-media person that said, China's going to invade the United States within 72 hours. That is complete and total rubbish. Don't believe these fear porn people. I'm nauseous of them. They make me want to puke. All they want to do is scare people, scare people, scare people. Don't do that. Today has enough troubles of its own. Worrying about what's going to happen in the next 72 hours is a nonsense. I mean that same person a few years ago had posted on his website that basically you know, NASA was going to have three or four days or seven days of darkness. They were saying the whole earth was going to go black for seven days. Total nonsense. It's all about fear porn. Don't allow yourself to believe this stuff. I have another friend of mine. Uh, her name's Teresa. Great friend, a great lady. Has really, really been here for my family for this entire thing that we've gone through with Sharon. Great lady, great friend. And she was talking about how she was listening to these other websites and these other people, and it was just all fear porn. And finally, she realized that on our show, we're telling you guys the truth, and we're telling you, have no fear, fear not, for I am with thee, is what the word says. 
I mean, that's what we have to understand. All of this stuff is happening around us that doesn't make any bit difference. Why do you think God sent Christ to us? Why do you think he did that? He wanted to deliver us from the evil one. He wanted to stop this from happening to us. He wanted to set us apart and allow us to be changed back to his energy field, back to that of God of mind of mind through the Holy Spirit so that we can be one with him through Jesus again. And I've done show after show on the blood of Christ and what it does and how it works from a physics standpoint. And that's what we've got to look at. Don't get yourself all caught up in fear. Don't do that. And don't go to those websites that pump all that stuff out all the time. We're not going to be destroyed by a meteorite. We're not going to be destroyed by earthquakes. We're not going to be destroyed by a tidal wave. We're not going to be destroyed by an alien invasion. There's some type of cosmic rules they have that God set in place. They can only do certain things. And pretty much in that book, the day after Roswell with Colonel Corso, he said we have space-based weapons platform based on the technology that we've gotten from the fallen spaceships on Roswell and other spaceships that have been taken down, that we have space-based weapons platforms that are turned towards outer space, by the way, not on the Earth, turned towards outer space to stop the incursions. Read the book. All of this stuff has been happening for a long, long, long time. Why do you think Trump put together a space force? Don't let this stuff side-slam you. Don't do that. Remember, God already disclosed this stuff when he wrote the Bible thousands and thousands of years ago when Moses put together the, you know, the Torah, the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the, the, basically the, the book of the law you know, that he put together you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. He told us about these entities coming to this planet and doing what they're doing. So don't get yourself all wrapped up in it. It's not worth getting – uh, you know, in a, in a tizzy over. It's not because this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice. We will be glad in it. And death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? God sent Christ to overcome both death, hell, and the grave. He's an omnipresent God who shed his blood for you for an eternal sacrifice for you in the book of Hebrews so that you'll be able to go forever to his throne room without having to go through an intermediary because we have the ability to do so because Christ is our intermediary. Always remember that. So when you have a petition that you put out, when you have a petition that you want God to answer, when you ask him for a prayer, I'm calling a prayer and a petition the same thing now, remember that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and this is the day the Lord hath made. And keep your hope and faith in Jesus, for he is the author, he is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith. Does that mean we shouldn't be prepared? Absolutely, we should prepare. We live in a hurricane state. You know, we lost power again a few years ago. I remember that. We had a generator cranking up. This last time we had some flooding in the backyard that we had to run pumps on. We had to run them on batteries, and we had stored up food, and we had stored up batteries. We had batteries for to keep the freezers running. That's just common sense. You know, don't keep all your money in the bank. You know, keep some coins, some silver coins laying around the house that you can keep, you know, in case you've got a barter. Keep some food stored up. But don't walk in fear. Fear is the spirit killer. It's the mind killer. The Bible says, again, fear not, for I am with thee. Always remember that. He's always here for you. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Oh, it's well said. And the thing it's funny, I was just having a conversation with Lana last night about this, and I said one thing that we have seen happen, and this has been a very negative side effect in the online world, is due to social media and YouTube and clicks and ads and revenue and commercials and likes and followers and all these different algorithms. You have a lot of platforms now that have to continually use more and more aggressive clickbait to try to keep the likes and the clicks and the follows and the views and the subscriptions up as high as possible. So they use really crazy photos. They use really crazy headlines. They continually come up with stuff that in most cases 
may or may not be valid. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. I'm not saying it's not because there's a lot of a lot of places out there that I've watched online stuff, and they'll have good stuff and they'll have headlines, you know, that are accurate. But a lot of them are constantly used for more clickbait. And then what they do is they come in and they'll say, listen, this is my website. This is my platform. This is my social media platform. Look at all the followers I have. Look at all the views and the impressions that I have every single week. This justifies my exorbitant price for ad revenue that I'm charging for you to put this on my website. I'm letting you know I've seen it, been there, done it. I'm in this market. That's why if you notice, I don't do stuff like that. We send emails out to everybody. We do the show every day. We have the articles on the website. I could probably be more aggressive with it, but quite frankly, I don't like to give people any type of clickbait. You want to look at stuff? Look it up. I got it on the website, every single article, every topic, even more than what we talk about. The links are all on our website every single day under daily news articles. You can pull them all up. That's why there's not a single ad, a single commercial, a single revenue on my site. I could put tons of different ads and blocks and pages and all this stuff and charge all kinds of money for people to advertise on my site. It would generate way more money. Way more money, and it would actually cover a lot of expenses that we spend on all the show and everything else. But I don't do that because it's not about that to me. I want people to be able to have access to the truth. I want people to be able to have access to the information and make their own decision. I'm not here to clickbait people and try to come up with crazy fear porn topics and say, oh, my gosh, in 48 hours, the Russians are invading through Mexico. Everybody needs to get ready right now. I've heard it, seen it. People do it before, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, there's a lot of stuff going on, and there is by no means an absolute necessity, like that said, to use common sense preparedness. I mean, like Joseph, you got seven years of plenty, you got to have seven years of famine. Okay, let's get prepared. Let's make sure I'm on top of it like that. There's nothing smart or wise about being sloppy and lazy and being a sluggard and not having anything prepped. That's not smart either. But also sitting around, wreathing your hands together, going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like Dad said, he's brought up the whole thing with these flying objects and UFOs or whatever they are running around for decades, man. This isn't a new topic. We've had disclosure on it repeatedly. They're just slowly getting people primed to it so they can bring in, in my opinion, I think they're going to have some type of massive mock false invasion or something. I think that's what we're going to do. I mean, with the, the level of computer-generated aspects and holograms and all the technology that is out and about now, you think they can't produce their own narrative for something to get people back under control to distract people? I mean, we just had disclosure that the United States directly attacked the Nord Stream pipeline and blew it up. Yet that's on no topic now. Nothing on the media. Nothing on the news whatsoever. That was the entire premise of why they were saying the fuel prices and gas prices were going up in Germany and through Europe. And that essentially this was horrific because Russia was incapable of producing gas you know, safely and all this stuff. We were the ones that did it. I mean, I said that the very – as soon as it happened, I said I knew that it was a direct – you know, a, a direct engagement from the United States or the CIA or the Mossad and or, or all the above. Yet so many people now aren't talking about anything else that's going on behind the scenes or what's actually occurring. DeSantis, however, did bring something up now that I'm very glad he's addressing and bringing to light. I mean, I definitely, like I said, I don't know long term what this man's overall agenda is. I know he has done one thing and 
very much promoted truth in Florida and you know rational thinking and critical thinking. There's a few things that I still wish he would have gone further on, especially when it came to COVID. But overall, he has made Florida a lot better than a lot of other states. However, we're yeah, that's having side effects now with everyone wanting to move down here, including a lot of Wokies that are just complete and total morons that still run around and want everybody to obey by their COVID rules or just stupid stuff they're constantly trying to push. I mean, he just did an announcement and uh, came out and said he has announced a full proposal now to limit any type of ESG banking and prohibit the financial sector from implementing social credit scores. He said today, and I quote, today's announcement builds on my commitment to protect consumer investments and their ability to access financial services in the free state of Florida by applying arbitrary ESG financial metrics that serve no one except the companies that create them. Elites are circumventing the ballot box to implement a racial ideological ideological agenda. Through this legislation, we will protect the investment of Floridians and the ability of Floridians to participate in the economy. Now, if you guys don't know what ESG banking framework is, it stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. Governance. What it has been used now, and it's, has, it's appearing almost daily now, you're seeing in frameworks and proposals, it's moving rapidly. There's over 600 different ratings and frameworks currently in circulation, and what it does is it sets a framework with concepts and principles, how information is structured and prepared, and how companies – are establishing these frameworks in their system, meaning they have climate-related financial disclosures, and they're being green, and they're being woke, and they're being inclusive, and they're hiring X amount of trannies on their staff because that way everybody feels happy, happy together. This is what ESG is, and it's becoming more and more mainstream to where the banks are coming in now, and they're starting to say, well, we need to look at your ESG metrics before we provide your small business a loan. How are you, how are you affecting climate change? Are, are you being a good little peasant? Are you going to promote eating bugs in your business? This is important. You know, if you want to have a high ranking and a lower interest rate and a higher you know, credit line, you know, we need to know what you're doing. How, how many transgenders are you going to actively hire on your work? Workforce. We, we, we need to know this. Oh, and are you making sure you're promoting anti-racial strategies in your workplace? You know, you make sure you you ever everybody's got this, the same platform, even though there are numerous things that have already been in place legally from workforce aspects to prevent that type of discrimination. They are using it as an excuse now to dig deeper and deeper into newer companies and also too there's been discussions on personal financial aspects meaning you go in for a mortgage right now we need to see or now you've already seen this now these artists this has been the early phase well we'll give you a better rate or we'll give you a discount if your house is green right Oh, you're going to use smart thermostats oh that's a plus you get a fifteen hundred dollar discount on that oh you're going to go ahead and use this and this in your house and this type of refrigerator. Oh, an electric stove instead of a gas stove. Oh, that gives you another $2,500 off on that. We'll check the box. This is what they've already been doing with houses in a lot of places, including down here in Florida. So what DeSantis is saying is here, he's pretty much putting a framework together to ban social credit scores in this ESG financial scam is what he calls it. He said the proposal seeking to protect Floridians from the woke ESG financial scam by prohibiting big banks, trust, and any other financial institutions from discriminating against customers for their religious, political, or social beliefs, including their support for securing the border, owning a firearm, and increasing our energy independence. 
prohibiting the financial sector from considering so-called social credit score and banking and lending practices that aim to prevent Floridians from obtaining loans, line of credit, and any and all bank accounts, prohibiting banks that engage in corporate activism by holding government funds as qualified public depository. He also went on to say here, he said, and I quote, this is a way they're trying to change people's behavior, and it's a way to impose political sanctions on what should be just overall normal decisions. We are not going to house in either the state or local de- government level deposits. We, will ha- we have a lot of deposits. We have a massive budget surplus in Florida. We have deposits all over the place that go into our state and local governments are using financial institutions. None of these deposits now will be allowed to be permitted in any institution that is pursuing this woke ESG agenda. So – This is a very big deal. I hope this is something that goes through, and he's not just using this as political theater to make his base stronger. This is a very big deal because this is literally exactly how China brought in the social credit score as they started doing more and more woke agendas in the banks, the financial sector, the digital sector, and all of a sudden it exploded into this massive monster in China now that is literally a communist nightmare trying to operate or do anything over there as a free person because you're not over there. You saw that during COVID. So again, this is a big deal. Hope it goes through in Florida, and I really hope and continue to see a lot more companies and places realize Nobody wants to deal with this woke agenda. Nobody needs to be getting a job because they're the most underqualified moron because they need to be on the list to have a box check. Encourage people to succeed and be the best in their area and the best in their trade to do the best they can. We're watching now this this younger generation underneath the Generation Z now is probably going to be the largest failure of any any generation we've ever witnessed here in this country. I was talking to Lynn about this in detail last night. I said, no longer do you have kids that are wanting to pursue a career or pursue a trade or go into a sector and be the best they can. I said, you now have, and I have literally heard this before now, that there are kids where they ask what their goal is. And well, when I get out of high school, I want to be a major TikTok influencer. I want to hang out and make TikTok videos all day. That's literally verbatim what they have said now. Guys, that is a pathetic, narcissistic generation right there if I have ever seen one of my life. What happened to, hey, I want to start, you know, take over my family's electrical service and become an electrician and start, you know, trying to get contracts. What happened to setting up a stucco company and building things? What happened to going in and maybe getting into the banking sector and doing something positive for once in the banking sector? What about going into the automobile industry or selling vehicles? What going about in the customization industry? There's millions of different options you can do, but the primary thing that the younger generation wants to do right now is they want to be professional TikTok dancers. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that any further. Yet here we are right now in the United States at this point in time, and I do have to say one thing. It is not a boring time to be alive whatsoever, Dad. What do you think? <laughs> Good segment, Austin. No, it's not boring. That's a fact. Uh, you know, the problem is these people do these TikTok things, and they get followers, and they end up making ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month. They're some of making millions of dollars a year doing that, and it's kind of difficult at that point. To go back to work, you know, make a minimum wage or go to college and try to study your, you know, your butt off for four or five or six or seven years when you're making more money than most of the medical doctors and attorneys are. So it's, it's weird because it's a strange world. The problem is 
if these kids have enough sense and they're making that much money, because it's usually all you always short lived with this stuff, that they'll end up putting the money away and saving the money or buying a house and paying cash for it or whatever they do after they pay their taxes and, and realize that, you know, things cycle. You know, and someday the TikTok won't be what it is right now. Someday the social media may not be what it is right now, may not be generating all this revenue anymore. A lot of girls have gone in and done horrible things and, you know, posted pictures of themselves online for money. It's, it's awful. It's like, you know, it's like paid prostitution, but, you know, you're kind of doing it online. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and they make huge amounts of money doing that. And it's sad that this is the state of affair of the United States. So we've gotten to a point now where these TikTok people are getting such notoriety. I mean, you know, it's funny. I remember years ago. I went. I, somebody, I was. I was somewhere. I forgot somewhere. I was somewhere with Sharon, and we were talking to somebody, and it was one of Savannah's friends or whatever. I forgot what it was, uh, but I remember they were talking about. You know, you know. I was telling them that you know I had you know millions and millions of YouTube views, which you know I've done over the years, and that I've been all this other stuff. And the only thing, they, the only response out of them was, "Well, how many TikTok views have you had, or how many people do you have on Instagram?" And it, it didn't make any difference what you did from an old school standpoint as far as actual going out and doing something, producing content that had value. It didn't make a difference. You know, how many times can you go make your face morph into that of a space alien on TikTok and think how many people you're going to get following you now and all the weird stuff or, or set up a my friend, my, my only page or whatever, friends only, whatever that thing's called when these girls do the weird stuff. It's sad to me. It's all about notoriety. And again, this is all being done because of what's happened in the media and what they did with Kim Kardashian. And her, the, the woman never did anything. She's a reality star. And now she's one of the most famous people on the earth because they chose to make her one. Remember yesterday I was talking about Madonna, whoever it is right now. They're playing it off as Madonna because that's not Madonna. Those pro looks like they're 18 years old. Madonna's you know pushing 70. And, and the crazy part about all of this stuff is you have to realize it's the Madonna character is what it is. Well, the people are dumb enough to believe this is Madonna. They look like they're 18 years old, but they'll believe that. They'll believe she has some type of special treatment done. No, no she didn't. Nobody looks like that when they're you know her age. But, but the reality is, is that they want to believe it because the people would rather believe the lie rather than the truth. We see it all the time. And they, they have – like Joan Rivers. When Joan Rivers ran her mouth and told everybody that Barack Obama was gay and that Michelle was a tranny, a transgender, her own words, not mine, you know, she was quickly eliminated because her character was written out of the script and she was taken down. She was dead within a couple of months. And there was a brothel death suit occur after that because of the surgery she went under. Because Joan Rivers, you know, whether you liked her or not, I didn't really care about for her. To be honest with you, she was – well, I'm not going to say that. But the reality is is that but I never heard her lie about stuff. Just a big mouth. She had no filter, but the reality is she's always pretty much telling the truth about stuff, and this is what we run into constantly with the folks out there that are basically doing what they do, living how they live, acting like they act you know, on these social media campaigns, thinking that they're going to make a difference and be important to other people. Content is the most important thing, real content. But when there was a movie that came out years ago, I think it was Owen Wilson, but I can't remember. He he woke up in a doggone he was in a, in a like a crypt kind of thing that kept him alive for a thousand years or whatever. And he woke up and he basically found himself in a garbage dump and he woke up and everybody had been so dumbed down on the planet. He was he was pretty dumb to start with, but he was unbelievably smarter than everybody else because everybody had been so dumbed down. So they do that with fluoride, right? Tricyclic antidepressants, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, you know, statin drugs, turn the brain to mush. Get rid of real eggs and start giving you fake eggs. You give it, get rid of real meat and start giving you crickets to eat. I mean, what the heck? Is he, what do you think is going to happen to us when you start doing all that crazy stuff? We're going to basically get dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber. As we've seen, the IQ scores drop anywhere from 10 to 20 points in the last 50 years. If you, who, no matter who you talk to, sometimes even more than that. You know, we have the highest infant death rate of any industrialized country right now. 
We have so many people coming down with Alzheimer's disease. It's almost unprecedented here in the United States. But yet people don't want to hear the truth because the truth will set them free. It's interesting. Uh, Albert Pike, I want to talk about him for a second. He's a high-level Mason. In fact, he wrote the book Morals and Dogma, super, super high-level Masonic Lodge guy uh, back in the 1800s, General Albert Pike. In fact, he had all kinds of war crimes that he had done, and he was the highest-ranking Mason in the United States. And President Johnson, who followed President Lincoln, was basically impeached and missed by just a few votes being impeached and being taken out of office. And one of the things that he had done that got people so mad is because Johnson was a high-level Mason too, but Pike was higher. Uh, Johnson basically pardoned Albert Pike of all war crimes. That's what he did. And Albert Pike then continued to live his life, and then they put a big statue up in basically D.C., the only Confederate war statue for a, DC, for a person from the Southern General's ranks, and they put a huge, huge statue up with Albert Pike. Well, a few years ago, that statue got vandalized and got damaged and had to be pulled back down. And Donald Trump, who many believe, and I believe also is a high-level Mason, has called for the toppled Masonic leader, Albert Pike's statue, to be restored in D.C. President Trump personally requested that a toppled statue in Washington, D.C. be stored after it was torn down late last week, according to multiple reports. This is back when he's the president still, as he digs into this fight to protect the controversial monuments that he deems important to the nation's heritage. So now Donald Trump, high-level Mason. Probably his father, high-level Mason. You see him do them standing beside each other in a picture and doing Masonic hand gestures. They're wanting to rest- – Donald Trump several years ago said to put this back together again. That's why – the reason I brought this up is I was telling you that pretty much – that I, what I could find out is all of the Apollo astronauts were high-level Masons. If you want to believe any of the Apollo astronaut stuff as far as to the moon, I already told you just a few – back last year, I ran into a space shuttle guy. He was a – Really nice guy, and he was out at the airport getting his plane annualized. He had a Saratoga, and I actually flew it with uh, the best basic test pilot after it had been annualized because I wanted to get some time into a Saratoga. And I basically had the ability to go fly the plane with my friend who was the repair guy who did the repairs on it. Later that afternoon, I got to meet this pilot, this shuttle pilot who owned the Saratoga. And we ended up talking, and I started asking him questions. By the way, he had a handler with him or somebody with him. And when I started asking him about the Van Allen radiation belt, he quickly got quiet and didn't want to talk about anything else. And it was really a weird situation talking to him about the shuttles and how low they have to fly. Because remember, a few years ago, they tried to go up a little bit too high on those shuttles, and they started shorting out all the electrical stuff because of the energy fields with the Van Allen radiation belt. Everything we've been told, guys, pretty much about all of this stuff is just another lie, and we've got to really understand that that's part of it. In fact, Snowden now is saying that UFO hysteria is engineered distraction from the Nord Stream pipeline bombshell. He's probably right about that. And as a whistleblower, Edward Snowden has said the hysteria over the UFOs being shot down over American Canada is a distraction from Seymour Hersh's story about the U.S. being responsible for blowing up the Nord Stream pipelines. Over the past week, there have been at least four instances of U.S. fighters just destroying UFOs, one case over Alaska, an object that had no means of propulsion but was spotted flying at 40,000 feet, and pilots said it was interfering with the sensors on their aircraft. Yesterday, the White House denied the objects were extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial in, in, in nature, which they're going to always do. Of course, now they're saying that they don't know for sure what they are. It's just weird. So this is something that we got to realize. That thing with the Nord Stream pipeline with Seymour Hersh's article, that was pretty indicting of an incredibly corrupt government. It really was. Very, 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 very indicting. And another article which should trouble you basically was in New York City as far as they become more and more of the Third Reich in Stalin's Russia. The Soviet Union, FBI, this is crazy, all global 
it says on February the 8th, 2023, while arguing on behalf of fired New York City workers who declined COVID vaccination, Attorney John Burst stated in open court that the unvaccinated teachers in New York City were flagged with problem codes in their personal files. And when that occurred, their fingerprints are sent with that flag to the FBI and the New York criminal justice system. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So if you didn't get vaccinated in New York and you're a teacher, you're now being sent to the FBI. I guess make sure you keep your mouth shut, I guess. I don't know. It's like they have better something to do than this. So that's why they have ignored Hunter's laptop. That's on sidebar there. The source of the information is Betsy Comier, who wrote an affidavit in the Kane versus de Blasio case, where she stated that unvaccinated teachers were given a problem code label and then was sent to national databases of both the FBI and the Department of Justice. In federal court on February 8th, attorney Susan Paulson, who was defending New York City, stated the educators fired for declining COVID vaccinations were not removed from misconduct for not meeting, but rather for meeting, not meeting the requirement of their employment. Guys, this thing with this vaccine thing isn't going to go away. It's not. It's not going to go away. They're going to keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Also talked about it earlier, about the social credit score and the census saying we're not going to be able to use that in Florida. It's really important we understand who these people are, why they're doing this. Again, it's always the same group that we talk about all the time. And here's another article. FBI's incestuous relationship with the Southern Poverty Law Center, hard group of communist weirdos, long predates troubling memo targeting Catholics. The FBI was using a spy network operated by, operated by the SPLC to do what many in the Bureau were afraid to do. Wait a minute, what? The FBI, FBI has backtracked from a leaked intelligence bulletin that cited the Southern Poverty Law Center information to justify targeting radical, traditional Catholics as potent, violent, domestic extremists. So now if you're a Catholic and you want to believe in the rule of law and you want to believe in the restoration of the public republic and you want to believe in Jesus Christ and you want to believe in the things that you feel are important from a Christian Catholic standpoint in your life and in your religion, you are now a violent domestic extremist. Here's the quote. While our standard practice is not to comment on specific intelligent products, this particular field office product disseminated only with FBI, for what's supposed to get out, in other words, regarding racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism does not meet the exacting standards of the FBI. Of course, they're backtracking now. The FBI reported said on Thursday, the troubling memo in question was released Wednesday by the FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin, who noted that the Bureau used information from the discredited Southern Poverty Law Center to underpin its assessment that radical traditional Catholics pose a potential threat. According to Serafin, the FBI's decision to cite SPLC Info is a departure from how things worked and when he was a special agent. So I'm going to post this article. You guys can read the rest of it. But this is pretty alarming to me that this group of people think they can get away with anything, including this. You know, Saturn News, a Belgian goalkeeper. This guy kind of got hushed up in the mainstream news. 25 years old. Uh, I'm sure he was fully vaccinated. Died on a pitch after making a penalty save. 25-year-old collapsed in the second half of a weekend match. The player was pronounced dead after being taken to the hospital. Belgian goalkeeper Arnie Espiel, my condolences to his family, died after he collapsed on the pitch on Sunday, moments after saving a penalty for his team. He was 25. Winkle Sport B, who played the second provincial provision of West Brant in Belgium, were up against 2-1, to one, and there was a penalty with the second half. It's sad that this, and they're saying they're going to do an autopsy to determine the cause of his death. I can tell you pretty much what the autopsy is going to say if they tell us the truth, which they will not, that they had spike protein lodged in his coronary arteries someplace or another, some type of other artery feed, which impacted the heart, which caused him to drop dead. Uh, guys, I can't urge you enough to stay away from the vaccines. 
I, I, I don't know what to say. And you know, if you've done it, you got to mitigate it with N-acetylcysteine. You got to mitigate it with nitric oxide, which is our HGH stimulate product. You got to mitigate it with vitamin E to keep that blood thin. And you've got to mitigate it with, you know, the the, the, the fish oil. You use the capsules because I know a lot of you don't like the way the oil tastes in order to basically keep the blood thin. You've got to keep the blood flowing. You've got to keep maintain proper circulation. Really, 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 really important. Oh, by the way, the first Sidewinder missile targeting the object over Lake Huron missed. By the way, the Sidewinder cost $400,000. Insanity. A fourth airborne object into the straight of the U.S. airspace <laughs> was uh, you know, shot down. But what U.S. officials describe as unidentified octagonal object was that wasn't taken down so easily. With the first Sidewinder missile fired from the F-16 reportedly missing its target, each AIM-9 Sidewinder has a cost to the taxpayers of four hundred thousand dollars so i think snowden's probably right about this i think they're really starting to push the ufo agenda now to cover up the north stream pipeline because quite frankly they don't want everybody to realize what they're doing and what's going on from a how should i say intelligent standpoint so keep the american people dumbed down as much as they possibly can sadly teen girls are experiencing record levels of sadness and suicide risk the cdc says I got a lot of this has to do with the social media, by the way, trying to be better than the Kardashians, trying to be better than your neighbor, trying to figure out how many TikTok videos you can get while you're not living up to the, how should I say, standards of other children getting more TikTok videos. Teen girls are experiencing record levels of sadness and suicide risk, the CDC says. Teens reported increasing experiences of violence and suicidal thoughts, but girls faced worse than boys. You know, this online social bullying, guys, and this trying to force yourself to be something that you're not is awful. Nearly three out of five high school girls in the U.S. who were surveyed reported feelings of persistent sadness or hopelessness in 2021, a roughly 60% increase over the past decade. The new research from the Centers of Disease Control has found thought both high school girls and boys reported experiencing mental health challenges. The girls reported record high levels you know, of sexual violence, sadness, and suicide risk. The CD said in 2021, 50%, 57% of high school girls reported experiencing persistent feelings of sadness. Guys, They've got to learn about Jesus. They absolutely have to learn about Christ. There's no choice about it. They've got to understand who Christ is and why Christ came to redeem them. Keep your kids off social media. It's incredibly addictive. It's debilitating to them mentally, and it doesn't serve any useful purpose. I suggest you don't even give them an iPhone. They can go online. Get them a doggone old phone. You can still buy those. They have no Internet access. They need to call home if they're basically if their car breaks down. But keep them offline. I did the best I could with my kids. But then as soon as they were 16, 17, they go out and get their cars. They buy their own things. And all of a sudden, it's all, of a sudden, it's all night every day on the social media. And then you get into big fights with them. But when they're younger, when their brains are still being formed, keep them off social media. It's important. I love you guys. I have not yet had the opportunity to pray for you this morning, but I will in just a few minutes. You guys are awesome. Awesome. Finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was funny because I was having another discussion too with Lana last night. We we're talking about a bunch of different topics and we both went to Southeastern University and I took my son there, Hunter, uh, not too long ago. We went there for a baseball game and that uh, was really cool. I got to take Hunter around and look at the campus and how much it's grown in the last, you know, decade. And uh, I took him to the library, the old Steelman Library, and uh, they had a big kids section for, you know, the education majors in there. And so he was reading some books and he just, he loves hard books. And it was funny because they had changed a bunch of the section on the other side where all the old computer 
rooms were. So back in the day when I would go there, you know, if you wanted to use the computer lab, they would have their own little individual rooms and it was the size of a small closet and you'd go in there and you'd get, you'd get on the list and then 30 minutes, an hour, you could have it. They'd have you a key and you'd go in there and use the room. You could print off stuff and and they had a more open one in the, the main section of the library, and you could go in there and check stuff. And I remember when, when MySpace came out back in the mid-2000s when I was there. And I mean, that was like the whole new platform that came about was MySpace. And I was talking to Lana because we were joking. I said, I remember you know going in there and like getting on it and checking it you know, for maybe 10, 15 minutes once a week. And then back to class or back to running around and living life on campus like it used to be. And you know, I have – I have a lot of pity, honestly, for this younger generation because, you know, they have no idea what it's like to actually enjoy life, enjoy situations, enjoy the world without having to see everything through a camera lens and have to post every single thing they do all the way down to their their meals and whatever else they do throughout the day, documenting every single thing they do to try to get validation for people instead of just enjoying life, man. Enjoy life with your friends, run around doing stuff, you know, taking taking photos on a regular camera. You know, back then we had the bold potato flip phones, we used to call them now, you know, with like a 10 megapixel cameras, nothing, you know, and 10 pixels. And um, yeah, it's a different world now, but that's 100% right. The younger kids, keep them off social media as long as you possibly can. There is no positive effect to it on the younger generation whatsoever. have researched it for years now, have looked at it from a developmental psychological standpoint, and there's none. You know, I know a lot of platforms as far as getting news and true news and alternative news and media and, you know, marketing game or not marketing games, marketing uh, products and marketing business and marketing, you know, stuff. It can be very, very effective and essential. But as far as using it for, you know, 10 and 11 year olds to go on there and scroll through videos all day and just drool on themselves while they compare themselves to everything else in the entire world, it's horrific on their developmental ideas and their mindset. So, yes, by all means, keep them protected as long as possible. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. Somebody had sent me an email about it, and I was reading it yesterday, and it was talking about how one of the main journalists that had gone in and was actually covering what was going on in the press conference on, as like, February 12th, they completely and totally arrested him. They drug him out, Evan Lambert. Now, of course, they've done damage control and said, well, it's because he was being unruly and he kept asking questions. And there was other media there that was at the press conference on this massive spill in Ohio. Uh, but, you know, this, this Evan Lambert guy, he was being unruly. And ironically enough, if you look at it, he was arrested for resisting arrest. They drug him outside. Um, every other news journalist there was with the mainstream media outlets. He was one of the only independent media journalists out there that was – he put stuff on YouTube and Twitter and everything, and he was blatantly – I mean he was getting argumentative. And he was said, why, why is none of this being talked about, what you just released into the sky with this explosion? I mean, why in the world is nobody bringing up any of this stuff <laughs> with this phosgene? Why is nobody bringing up this massive, massive chemical exposure to this entire city? There's now been reports from what I'm reading now. They're talking about livestock and animals are now dying up to 100 miles away from this derailment site. Guys, this has only been going on for a week now as far as with everything, a little over a week. Uh, what they did and what they did as far as igniting this thing with controlled demolition and releasing this stuff into the sky, 
we haven't even seen waterway contaminations yet and everything else is starting to occur. Remember, all this stuff from Ohio, it moves south, guys. It's going to head towards the Gulf. Everything's moving south right now, and this is going to go over one of the major, major agricultural parts of the United States right now with this plume that they put up in the sky, not to mention everything else is running down here. So be alert, be vigilant, look at what's going on, but also continue to get the truth out there. Do not live in a spirit of fear whatsoever. Live in a state of preparedness and enjoy life. That's why I talked to dad with uh, dad was talking earlier. Have some backup food. Have some chickens if you need so. Have some of the organic buckets we have. Have some beans and rice stored up. I, I have multiple different factors and venues as far as my stored food. I just like the organic food buckets that we carry because they actually taste really good. You can mix them together with stuff. You know, if you have some chickens with eggs, you can crack some eggs and make some of the pasta and make some of the soup in there and, you know, add it together and, you know, get creative with it. But continually have food, you know, and back up good, healthy food that you can eat because there's – there's a lot of really strange things that are happening right now, and the writing on the wall is becoming more and more evident that it's going to change even more and get stranger, in my opinion. So thank you for the continued support of Health Masters. Keep your body strong. Keep your immune system strong. It's one of the most effective things you can do to combat what's actually going on because a strong, smart, healthy populace is a effective populace in eliciting change and maintaining stability and being self-sufficient. So continue to keep your body strong. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the last day, the N-acetylcysteine, the ultimate multiple powder will be going up for sale on the front page of the website here shortly after the show. So check it out, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.